I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello, everyone. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes, unless you're driving or operating some kind of machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest, and a warm welcome to our first-time listeners. Now today we are continuing with the topic manipulation. However, we are going to explore how to detect. Maladaptive manipulation of parents toward their children. Now, let me make it very clear: I am not referring to those innocent or more conscious way of manipulating our children to eat、uh, their vegetables or go to bed or brush their teeth. I'm not talking about those. All right, I'm referring to maladaptive manipulation. If it just so happens you are a parent. 
great. This episode is for you because you want to make sure you do not possess some of these maladaptive manipulation tactics. And if you do, do not judge yourself because it's never too late to do the healthy thing. And that's to stop manipulating your children because you are harming them. Better yet, if you are a teenager or an adult and you suspect either one or both parents have been manipulating you or they are still doing it, this episode is definitely for you. So you can learn some strategies to protect yourself. So without further ado, let's dive right in. To be honest, detecting maladaptive manipulation of parents toward their children can be challenging because it often involves subtle and covert tactics. Not to mention, more often than not, children, particularly the younger ones, they possess blind loyalty to their parents. Fortunately, there are some signs and red flags that may indicate unhealthy manipulation. And I'm going to share eight common maladaptive manipulation that parents may use. First is excessive control. Parents who excessively control their children's actions, decisions, and choices may be engaging in manipulative behavior. They may use guilt, threats, or punishments to enforce their own agenda or prevent the child from asserting independence. Second is emotional blackmail. Manipulative parents may use emotional blackmail to get their children to comply with their wishes. They might threaten withdrawal of love, affection, or support It can also be financial support if the child doesn't meet their expectations or conform to their desires. Third red flag is invalidating feelings. Now, for parents who consistently dismiss or minimize their children's emotions and experiences may be engaging in manipulative behavior. They may also undermine the child's feelings or gaslight them, causing the child to doubt their own emotions and experiences. The fourth red flag is parentification. So what is parentification? Well, in the typical order of things, right? Parents are supposed to give and children receive. Yes, sometimes, especially in the early morning hours when your baby is teething, the giving can seem never-ending. However, in general, parents are expected to give their children unconditional love and to take care of their physical needs such as food, shelter, daily structure, education, etc., And we know emotionally secure children whose physical needs are taken care of are then free to focus their energy on growing, learning, and maturing. Unfortunately, in some families, this gets reversed. So instead of giving to their child, the parent takes from them 
In this role reversal, the parent may relegate duties to the child, and at other times, the child voluntarily takes them on. A role reversal that means the child. Becomes the parent, and the parent becomes the child. Either way, the child learns that taking over the duties of the parent is the way to maintain closeness or getting love and support from them. So, in other words, parentification is the process of role reversal, whereby a child is obliged to act as parent to their own parent or sibling. Manipulative parents may exploit the child's sense of duty or guilt to extract support or care that is beyond the child's developmental capacity. The fifth sign is conditional love and approval. Now, manipulative parents may only show love, acceptance, or approval when the child meets their expectations or fulfills certain conditions. So this creates an environment where the child feels compelled to constantly seek validation and approval, leading to a cycle of manipulation. The next red flag is emotional manipulation tactics. Now, manipulative parents may use tactics such as gaslighting, playing victim, or emotional outbursts to control their children's behavior or manipulate their emotions. So these tactics can confuse and manipulate the child, making them feel responsible for their parent's emotional state. Number seven: isolation and dependency. Now, manipulative parents may intentionally isolate their children from other supportive relationships, making them overly dependent on the parent. By limiting external influences, they maintain control and reduce the child's ability to seek alternative perspectives or support. The last common red flag that parents might be manipulating their children is micromanagement. So, parents who excessively monitor, scrutinize, and interfere with their children's activities, friendships, and personal lives may be engaging in manipulative behavior. Now, this can hinder the child's development of autonomy and decision-making skills. Now, please take note, my audience. It's important to know that the presence of one or a few of these signs does not necessarily indicate manipulation. However, if these patterns persistently occur and significantly impact the child's well-being, it may be necessary to seek professional guidance from a therapist or counselor who can provide a comprehensive evaluation and support. Speaking of support. Protecting oneself from a manipulative parent can be challenging, especially for teenage children who may have limited resources and independence. 
Nevertheless, here are some practical strategies that teenagers as well as grown children can employ to protect themselves. And the first is recognize manipulative behaviors. So, if you are listening to this episode, you are also educating yourself about manipulative tactics and learn to identify them when they occur. Understanding manipulation can help you see through the tactics and maintain clarity about your own thoughts, feelings, and boundaries. Number two, build a support network. Seek out trusted adults if you are a teenager, such as other family members, teachers, counselors, or friends' parents, who can provide support, guidance, and a safe space to express your concerns. And if you're an adult child, having a support network outside the manipulative parent can definitely offer healthier perspective and validation. If you know my work, the next strategy is something that you are very familiar with, and that is to set boundaries. Establish clear personal boundaries and communicate them assertively to the manipulative parent. That's key. Let them know what behavior is acceptable and what is not for you. Be prepared for resistance or pushback, but stay firm in asserting your boundaries. If you are a new listener and you do not know the skill of setting boundaries, please go back to the archive and have a listen to the episodes on boundaries, healthy boundaries, healthy relationships, and also the episode on boundaries are for you. Okay, number four, seek emotional support. Reach out to a school counselor, like I said, if you are a teenager or if you are an adult. Seek help and support from a therapist or counselor or helpline to discuss your experiences and emotions. Because a trained professional like myself can provide guidance, validation, and coping strategies to help you to navigate the challenges of dealing with a manipulative parent. Number five: Develop emotional resilience. So focus on building your emotional resilience by practicing self-care, engaging in activities that bring you joy and relaxation, and seeking outlets to express your emotions in healthier ways, such as journaling, meditation, creating your own artwork by drawing or painting, physical exercises. And learn the skill to regulate your own emotions. Okay, number six is to maintain independence. Seek opportunities for personal growth and independence outside the home, if all possible. This could involve pursuing hobbies, participating in extracurricular activities, volunteering, or part-time jobs. Developing your own identity and skills can increase your self-confidence and provide a sense of autonomy. Number seven: Document incidents. Keep a record of specific incidents or instances of manipulation. Why? Because this can help you maintain an objective perspective, just in case they use gaslighting. 
by keeping a record, it can also validate your experiences and provide evidence if necessary. So there you have it, my audience. Remember, protecting yourself from a manipulative parent can be indeed a complex and challenging process. Having said that, it is essential to prioritize your safety and well-being. If you find yourself in an unsafe or abusive situation, do not hesitate to reach out to emergency services or hotlines that specialize in supporting children, teenagers, as well as adults in crisis. And if you are a parent listening to this episode, and if you think you have some of the mentioned red flags, please do not judge yourself. It's never too late to change. Now that you are aware of your own behavior, you can do better by stopping on your own or better yet, seek professional help. All right, my audience, thank you for listening and I appreciate you. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. <laughs>